902 Brewing Company is the official beer of the Wager Pager podcast. Our friends over at 902 are putting out some of the best local craft beer in the Garden State. Log on to 902brewing.com to check out some of our favorite beers, like Juicy City IPA and Path Pale Ale. Or come grab a growler at the 902 Brewing Company tap room opening soon on Pacific Avenue in Jersey City, New Jersey. Are you tired of losing at sports betting? Start winning with Kingpin.pro. With Kingpin.pro, you can follow proven sports bettors and handicappers. Each user is required to put in their picks prior to each game. Kingpin scores and ranks users for total winnings, not units, as well as win percentage. This gives you, the sports better, the ability to follow not just winning cappers, but more importantly, consistent winning cappers. You can easily get instant notifications of picks by downloading the Kingpin.pro iOS or Google Play app. Download the app and register with promo code WAGER. That's promo code WAGER, and you'll get a 10% discount off your purchase. Get pumped, get psyched. It's the Wager Pager podcast with Chris Rogers and Brock Landers. Here we go. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Wager Pager Pod, where we talk sports gambling, make picks, and conduct must-hear interviews with some of the sharpest minds in the industry. I'm your host, Chris Rogers. You can follow me on Twitter, at WagerPagerChris, and please follow the pod on the gram and Twitter, at the Wager Pager. This is Season 2, Episode 11, recording live from Van Voorhis Film Studio here in Hoboken, New Jersey. That's right, we're coming to you from our home state of New Jersey that won the battle against the Supreme Court and made the regulation of sports betting all possible. We've got another great show for you guys this week. Unfortunately, no guests because of World Series Game 7. It was hard to lock somebody down. And of course, we got College Football Week 10 and NFL Week 9 picks coming your way. But first, joining me, my co-host, one of the sharpest gamblers I know, my guy with 25 New Jersey betting outs and someone who knows his way around the sports book. Here he is, the man who puts the D in derivative markets, Brock Landers. What's up, Chris? It's me, Brock Landers. You can follow me on Twitter at BrockLanders41. Uh, another wonderful introduction and great to be here. Always a pleasure coming in to record the show with you here. It's my favorite time of the year. Uh, unfortunately, it's the last uh, day as we're recording the show here for baseball, and baseball is my favorite. Um, so sad to see the season go, but we've got football in full swing. And uh, actually this weekend, another one of my favorite weekends, the Breeders' Cup, big horse racing uh, day on Saturday. So looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're basketball all the way now and hockey, and it just feels good. It feels good, too. Put on a sweatshirt, walk here. Uh, out of the out of the shorts, and, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna talk some sports betting, man. Yeah, a little crispness in the air, fall foliage on the ground. I know this pod will not drop until Friday as usual, but can we get a little game seven predictions here? What are you going? Where are you leaning? It's Chris. It's been one of the the more stranger World Series that we've ever seen. It's been a road team winning every game so far, and uh, I just think it's it's time. It, it's probably gonna be time tonight that things switch. Uh, I know that. Uh, 
you know, there's people out there with, with Nationals tickets that they're holding and, and whatnot, and hey, I don't blame you. They played a, a pretty good series here. I didn't I didn't think it was going to go 7, um, and especially being up 2-0, going back to Washington, I thought the series might have been over in 5, maybe. Um, so to, to see this thing get extended, uh, someone's got to lose, someone's got to go home. That's betting, unfortunately, but I think... Uh, I think the Astros might bear down tonight. Home crowd uh, might finally get to them. And, uh, yeah, may the best team win. Man, I hope the trend continues. I'm one of these Nats guys. I was on them game one, game two. I, sh- I shot away three, four, and five. Hit them again on six. So, uh, I don't know, man. Max Scherzer, I know he's a little little banged up. but And, uh, Chris, I know you're not a huge baseball guy, but you were one of about three people yesterday that texted me and said, I love Juan Soto. Like, so many people reached out to me, and they were like, are you a Soto guy? Do you like this guy? Are you aware of him? And I'm like, yeah, he's good. He's young, you know, this and that. But it was funny. It was like three people all at the same time after he hit the home run. They were like, I like Juan Soto. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he's he's fun. He's good. Dude, I mean, I, like, like you said, I don't watch much baseball, but I've been watching him all this World Series. He's just in the batter's box doing the limbo, giving the fucking stink eye to the pitcher. I'm, I'm all about it. And I love how when Bregman showed him up, Dropped the bat, and then he did it too. He brought the bat all the way to the first base. It was great, man. I'm all for that shit. Yeah, that was that was uh, probably like the most interesting thing that's really happened between the two teams, I feel like, this series. I mean, to be honest with you, the game's really like... It's going to sound stupid saying this because it's a seven-game series, and obviously with the road team winning all the games, it's, it's definitely you know one to remember for sure. But it's one of those things where it's like every game that's happened hasn't really been anything out of the ordinary. Like, maybe a couple people were shocked, obviously, with them beating Verlander and Cole, but it was nothing, you know, as far as, like, a moment that they're going to freeze from those games, like, oh, my God, remember when this happened? It seems like it's just waiting for that big moment, and now it's Game 7, so we're going to get some big moment to remember this whole thing by. And uh, who knows, maybe the thing we do remember is Game 5 with those two girls getting banned uh, <laughs> for flashing the uh, the camera there. I'm glad you brought that up. Those those girls happen to be two of my favorite follows on Instagram. Oh, I bet. Free plug here, at It's Julia Rose. I mean, I love her, the girl. I love her, her work. I love the content she puts out. And uh, to find out that it was her behind home base flashing her titties, I was not surprised whatsoever. She's a viral marketing content genius. Yeah, amazing how that all shook out. And then, uh, you how know, they shook out. <laughs> I set Did you, you see up for Trump's that one. face? Trump was at the game. He was like, whoa. <laughs> I guess I set you up for that one. Oh, wonderful, though. I mean, it's sad to see, though, baseball go uh, go away for a little bit here. But, uh, you know, plenty of other things to focus on. Uh, the NFL's getting good right now. You're, we're almost—how how did we get to this point at week nine? We're, we're past the halfway point after this week. Uh, what a wild season. We've got more backup quarterbacks coming in. Andy Dalton was benched the other day. Uh, this season just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Uh, this is going to be one to remember, I think. Yeah, I'll go on record and say I fucking hate this season. Um, it's just been weird altogether. I'm losing every Sunday. It, you know, it's like I win Saturday and give it all back Sunday. Uh, NFL, man. NFL, Jesus. man. Hardest sport. Hardest my to beat. Teeth kicked in last week. Yeah, NFL sides, man. Not fun. Well, at least NBA is back. I've been doing okay in NBA so far. I'm trying to hit this uh, early season under angle. I'm, I'm trying to hit unders of big teams that are expected to do well early season matchups I'm doing all right I think I'm going like maybe eight and three so far on the on these picks so got another two or three going tonight we'll see what happens um 
I've been trying to get into the player uh, player prop derivative market. I got a lot of good follows on Twitter. Some past uh, guests of the show at Parlay Queen and uh, Joe Osborne from Odd Shark. Two people to definitely check out in the player prop market, and it's something that's growing, becoming more popular, especially with fantasy and everything. I think everyone's getting into it. It's a nice little way to make some money, avoiding those NBA sides. Yeah, NBA sides too, very tough to beat. Totals are a little bit uh, better to, to try to bet. But yeah, a, a sport like basketball, Chris, there's so much stuff at your fingertips, especially too in New Jersey now with all these different uh, apps that you can use. Uh, you'll find your differences somewhere. Uh, you know, you might find that at a... At a fan duel, somebody with over under rebounds at uh you know uh, ten and a half or something like that, and then you might find another book where they've got maybe nine or something like that. So you could really take advantage of the player prop market in New Jersey, and I think we were talking a little bit about it last week. I was just running some tests during games, just live betting. I don't do a ton of live betting, but just to see the difference in books, and there's a lot of differences out there, especially in those totals. Uh, spreads are all kind of pretty much near each other, half point here, maybe a point there, um, but for the most part, I was seeing a lot of differences in the live lines as far as totals were concerned, yeah. Um, so definitely something to, to keep monitoring uh, as we get uh, through the NBA season here. Yeah, man. And before you know it, college hoops is starting. I'm a big college hoops guy. I love playing the, the Friday night Ivy League games. Hashtag nerdball. It's the best, dude. <laughs> yeah, the we're going to have to get a good uh, season preview with somebody that does college uh, basketball. Yeah, I think, we got, uh, I think we got Greg Peterson on tap. Oh, there you go. Say no more. The geek freak. Yeah, the professor. He's good. He's, and you know the thing is, too, Chris, he plays like every game, which yeah. is insane. It's a volume handicapper. He's insane. He's a great follow, too. I mean, I recommend people follow him just because if you're looking to lean one side in a game, check and see what Greg's got, and you'll definitely make up your mind if he's on it. 1,000%. All right, guys, we got a lot of good stuff in store for you on this episode. Let's keep the show moving. Get pumped. Get psyched. All right, guys, this week's episode is presented by 902 Brewing Co. Tonight I'm sipping on a broody, 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 broody rockin' everywhere. It's our first take on a Brute India Pale Ale, a super dry finish, low bitterness, and plenty of hop flavor. It's broody, 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 rockin' everywhere from 902 Brewing Co. What are you drinking on, Brock? Chris, I've got the Heaven, Hell, or Hoboken IPA. And uh, this is 6.5% alcohol. It's an American IPA, and uh, it's one of the flagships where it all began. Heaven, Hell, or Hoboken lays down a straw-colored, slightly sweet base malt with that long-lost hop bitterness. Classic to the style, it has flavors of pine, dankness, grapefruit, and citrus. Delicious stuff, as always, from 902 Brewing Co. All right, guys, college football week 10, NFL week 9 picks segment. But back for our second installment of our weekly segment, Frisky Fridays, Brock Landers. Yeah, Chris, we're going to bring it back again this week. Uh, had a, a lot of good feedback from last week's segment. And uh, why not? Let's go back to it. Frisky Friday. Here we go. Week 10. College football. You've got one standalone game on. It's a Friday night. It's 
getting a little bit colder out. You're going to go out, have a nice meal as usual on a Friday night. Get those reservations in. You're going to have to do them a little bit earlier, though. This game is not as late as last week's game. Last week, Pac-12, got to stay up a little bit later. This week, though, 8 o'clock. So get that early dinner reservation in around maybe uh, 6 o'clock. Come back. You want a, a game to to really watch on a on a nice fall Friday. Turn on this Navy Yukon game, okay? Right now, it's game number 307, 308. Doesn't matter in New Jersey because no one uses rotation numbers. But in Vegas, those what they go by. Friday night, ESPN2, flip it on, turn the lights off. A little bit of candlelight, maybe a pumpkin beer of some sort. Light a couple pumpkin candles to set the mood. You're going to start the game. And you're going to be looking to one thing, Chris. What's that? Last week, we wanted to score. Right. This week, we want to score, but not that much. So you want to keep going, keep going. Oh, stop, stop. A couple stops in this one, Taking all right? Taking it slow. Yeah. Right now, guys, take the total under in this game. Uh, opened up at 58. It's down to about 56 in some places as we record this here on Wednesday night. And uh, I'm even seeing some of the sharper books offshore with a lot of juice on the under right now. Um, you know, if it moves more than three points, maybe I'd stay away from it. But for right now, for Frisky Friday, take the under in the uh, Navy Yukon game. Under the sheets, under the total. You heard it here first, guys. Brock Landers with Frisky Fridays. All right, let's keep it moving here. My first pick here on the college football card. I'm looking at a Saturday 12 p.m. game, as I usually do, because I'm itching for action when Saturday Saturday morning rolls around. I'm going to give you this. This is almost like a two-piece play, because uh, first off, I'm looking at the first half. This is the Houston versus UCF game, okay? 12 p.m., 22-point spread. UCF favored by 22. But the first thing I'm looking at is Houston in the first half, okay? Houston played last Thursday night in a tough showing versus SMU. They almost won versus undefeated SMU. 34-31 loss covered the spread, okay? The running back, Kyle Porter, grad transfer from Texas, is a freak. This kid can fly. They have a wide receiver named Big Play Marquez Stevenson. He can break off an 80-yard slant at any time and take it to the house, Okay? The power rankings I use has UCF favored by 17. That's a five-point discrepancy in the market. So I'm going to tell you right here, take the first half plus 12.5, and and then also take the game plus 22. This is a two-piece play here. Chris going with the underdog there early at Saturday, 12 o'clock. Chris, I'm going to give you another play I see for that game right now. It looks like a lot of people buying the over for that game. Opened up 69.5, up to 71. Uh, Looks like a lot of money on the over there and a pretty low ticket count on the over. So should be some guys hitting that, that over on that game there between Houston and UCF. I'm going to give you my college game right now of the week. I've got one game so far. As far as a side, and I've got one game so far as a total. So let's go to a more maybe marquee matchup, I guess you'd say, here on Saturday at 3.30. You've got the Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Florida Gators. And I'm interested to get your insight on this too, Chris. I'm not sure if you made a play yet, but I know you watch a lot more college than me, so I'd like to get your insight here. But I already took this game. I already took the Georgia Bulldogs on the road laying 
six points. Uh, I got it at five and a half, so five and a half to six, not much, Ooh. but uh, right now that looks like to be the uh, the play for me. Uh, University of Georgia, go dogs! Yeah, I, I like that, man. To be honest, you know I'm an I'm an underdog freak, so I was looking at Florida at first, but then when I looked into the game, I was like, no, stay away, because you know I don't love betting favorites, but I can definitely see Georgia covering that easily. Nice. Uh, my next play on the board here is uh, Saturday, 4 p.m. I'm going. I'm going to look in uh, to the Pac-12. Okay, you have seven and one Utah Utes coming in to play the Washington Huskies. Utah favored by three and a half at the moment here in New Jersey Wednesday night. This game opened at two, Brock. So we're already getting a full point and a half value on the underdog. Washington Huskies plus three and a half. All right, these guys were a preseason darling. They lost three games so far, surprisingly, but this is a chance for them to save their season with a win. Utah has not played anyone yet, so, you know, and the power rankings have Utah favored by only one and a half points. So that's a plus two points there on the fucking discrepancy in the market. I'm not a big betting percentages guy, but, you know, 60% of the money is on Washington, but it's moved to three and a half. That's what they like to call a little bit of reverse line movement. Red flag, taking Washington plus three and a half with the hook. Yeah, Chris, I like it. You're getting the home team there. Like you said, it's a Pac-12 matchup, and uh, you're getting the points. Now there's no point to take Utah at this point from from one to three and a half, especially with the hook there. Uh, I like it. I can get on board with that. Uh, we're going to go now over to my total for college this week. Uh, played this one, and this number's really gotten out of whack, guys. So unfortunately, I don't know if you're going to get it at what it was at. But again, I have made the you know minimal plays so far to this point this week uh, with baseball going on and NBA getting in there. Um, you know, football taking kind of a backseat a little bit this week. But uh, we're going to go look at a game at 3:30 on Saturday. It's going to be uh, Middle Tennessee. Uh, taking on the Charlotte 49ers, and boy, was I wrong last week on FIU. FIU got their doors beaten in uh, against the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. That game was was over uh, very quickly. Middle Tennessee traditionally a very sharp side. Yeah. So we're going to look to that game, though. We're going to look to the total. Uh, Middle Tennessee put up a ton of points last week, and uh, Charlotte, uh, I think they're going to do the same thing. I think this makes for a, an ultimate overplay if you're looking to uh, to get some more points uh, involved here for Saturday. Uh, the line was started at 60.5. It's up to 65. Uh, there's no reason why this thing might get up even higher. So if you like points and you want to bet an over this week, Middle Tennessee versus Charlotte, take it over. All right, you heard it here first, guys, from Brock Landers. You can follow him on Twitter, at BrockLanders41. Let's move this segment over to the National Football League. What are you looking at, Brock? Yeah, so uh, I'll be honest with you. I spent a long time, as usual, Sunday night into Monday. I usually do all my research pretty much there, make my lines and stuff like that. And uh, this might be one of the weeks where I don't really love the card. There's not a lot of games I really like here. Uh, you've got a lot of tricky spots for some of these teams, a lot of teams in, in weird scenarios. Um, but I'm going to continue, and it's, it hasn't worked out much on the show, I feel like, so far this year when I give these picks. But we're going to just go to another ugly dog that no one's going to want to take this week, uh, the Chicago Bears. It doesn't get any messier than this. I watched this team for two weeks in a row. Uh, Trubisky is not the answer there, it looks like. Uh, it just looks like an offense that's out of whack, and it looks like the defense has had enough of their shenanigans. Of, of what goes on, and they just want to get off the field, and they're back on before they know it. Um, 
But who knows? They're getting out of Soldier Field now. Uh, last week they played the Chargers. Uh, the week before that they played the Saints. So they had two home games. Clear your heads. Get out of Chicago. Uh, you're going to get a Philly team who just came off of a huge win in Buffalo. And then uh, Philly a- actually is going to go next week. Uh, they're going to be on their bye. So they might come down a little bit in this spot. But I don't know. I don't think Philly's figured everything out after last week. And uh, you just got to think the Chicago offense has to do something this week. So I'm going to take the five with Chicago. I already played it. Uh, Chicago Bears plus five is my pick for the NFL for this week. Very, very nice. Might have to tell you there, dude. It's funny you mentioned the Bears. Uh, I'm going to be going against the team they played last week, the the Chargers. Um, I'm surprised they barely beat the Bears. Like you said, they've been playing like shit. But love it with the plus five. I'm going to be looking at the the Packers, man. How can you not make this play? This is an auto play for me. Yeah, it's three and a half right now here in Jersey, so the hook does scare me a little bit. But like we've talked about numerous times on the pod, they're going into San Diego, okay? There's going to be 80% Green Bay Packers fans there. The San Diego Chargers do not have any inkling of a home field advantage whatsoever. Give me the Packers. Aaron Rodgers in fuck you mode, playing out of his mind. Did you see that pass he had falling down, dime into the corner of the end zone last week? Packers, minus three and a half. Yeah, he's terrific, and uh, he's playing some good football as of right now. And, uh, you know, like I said, week nine, a lot of these games are very interesting. Uh, But, hey, this might be the one week where we've got all good primetime games, Chris. Uh, we've, we're going to start it off. I mean, unfortunately, the game is going to be over by the time people listen to this. But uh, you've got a San Fran undefeated team, uh, Thursday night football going into Arizona. I and mean Ari- Arizona there. Yeah, Arizona's really been playing terrific lately. Plus 10. I, didn't, I don't think anybody saw them winning three games already, and technically they tied that first game. So they were, you know, I think they're exceeding expectations thus far. And then you look at Sunday night, you've got... Arguably the best game on the board, and I think, in my opinion, New England going into Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore yeah. off the bye. That's going to be a great game. They're going to be fired up for that Sunday night football. And then Monday, I don't. Are you you going to this game uh, in our backyard here, the Giants Cowboys? I was thinking about it, but the, the ticket prices are just through the roof, man. Yeah. But that Ravens game plus three at home, kind of yeah. juicy. Yeah. But I, I bet against the Patriots every week, and I lose every week. So. Yeah. Never fun. Take it for what what it's worth. All right, guys. Well, we're almost out of time on this edition of the Wager Pager podcast. Make sure you get out to those sports books this weekend. Download the apps. Find some of those differences. Beat the lines and cash some tickets. Get pumped. Get psyched. It's the Wager Pager podcast. That's it for Season 2, Episode 11. Special thanks to my co-host Brock Landers, and of course, thanks to the guys here at Van Voorst Films. And as always, good luck, happy handicapping, and may the gambling gods look gracefully down upon you. Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Don't forget to leave us a review. And please tell all your friends about the Wager Pager podcast. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Wager Pager. Also, if you or a loved one has a gambling addiction, don't be scared to seek help. You can contact the National Council on Problem Gambling at 1-800-522-4700. They're open 24 hours a day, and all calls and text messages are confidential. Here we go. 
Wager Pager podcast is co-hosted by Chris Rogers and Brock Landers, executive produced by Van Vorst Films, edited by Van Vorst Films, co-produced by Chris Rogers and Brock Landers, created by Chris Rogers and Mercedes Barba. Music by The Morose Project, produced and written at San Francisco Music Studios. Logo designed by John Carbonella. All picks are for entertainment purposes only. These plays are not financial advice.